All right, coming at you from Mom's basement. It's another episode of Backlash Podcast. Ma, where's the meatloaf? That's an inside joke for anybody that wants to know. Uh, anyways, I'm Jeff with Team Rhino Outdoors. If you want to check out my company, check out TeamRhinoOutdoors.com. And my co-host tonight is Brad Hoppy with Muskie Mayhem Tackle. If you want to check out their company, his wife is involved with that also, but she went to bed. Check out MuskieMayhemTackle.com. Brad and I were talking a little bit before we hit the record button, and Brad's a little angry, so hopefully this isn't an anger-filled uh, episode of Backlash Podcast. This is supposed to be a thankful episode of Backlash Podcast, Brad, because Thanksgiving's tomorrow, you know? Or for anybody that's listening, hopefully they're listening on Wednesday. If you're listening next week, then Thanksgiving was a couple days ago. But anyways, you're supposed to be thankful, Brad. Well, I'm trying, Joe, and, and I probably will be tomorrow, right? I mean, maybe two days from now, but when everybody's listening, I'll be happier tomorrow. Um, I've had kind of a rough week with uh, one being FedEx. So you know all about that, Jeff. It was pretty interesting. I'm over it now, but uh, had to vent a little bit before the podcast. Oh, yeah. I heard the story. It was a fun one. So, Brad, first things first, let's take care of a little bit of business. Black Friday sales. For anybody uh, that wants to... Save a little money with Team Rhino Outdoors. We're running a Black Friday sale. It starts right now. You can go onto our website, teamrhinooutdoors.com. When you're getting ready to check out in the discount code section, enter TRO10 for 10% off. And it runs through Monday night at 11.59. So Monday night would be, uh, what is that? Cyber Monday. You know, for anybody that's trying to get either a last minute fishing deal for themselves for... You know, you're getting out yet this year, or you're going to do some Christmas shopping for family, friends, whatever. You can uh, go to TRO website and enter TRO10 at checkout. And I think Brad's got one too, right, Brad? Yeah, we do. You know, Musky Mayhem Tackle is going to provide a Black Friday sale as well. It starts on November 25th and it goes through November 30th. It's 20% off, and basically all you got to do is use the code BF2020 when you check out. So hopefully we uh, we can make some sales on this, and it's definitely our biggest sale of the year. So check it out. Hopefully you'll find what you want. You can go out there and get some of our new triggers or any other bait. Plus you can do anything custom that you want on our website. So appreciate the business, and uh, hopefully everybody has a good Thanksgiving as well. Yeah. BF 2020, go check out Muskie Mayhem Tackle. I saw Carrie posting some stuff about some sweatshirts or whatever recently. They got some new clothing in. Go check that gear out. It looks cool. I know that we've been getting some new stuff on our website too. Um, hopefully all the hats show up by the time we hear this podcast, but we got a bunch of new hats coming or styles of different hats. We got some hoodies and t-shirts and we've also, I got a whole pile of stuff I got to try to check in yet before the sale rolls in. I got a bunch of stuff from Drifter Tackle. And uh, what else did we get? Some TNA Tackle Angry Dragons. And we also got some triggers. We got restocked on triggers from Muskie Mayhem. So if you're looking to, head on over to our website. Head over to Muskie Mayhem's website and save yourself a little bit of cash. You're going to need it for buying electronics, right, Brad? <laughs> That's the way it sounds, doesn't it? <laughs> um, you know, one of the interesting things, is I believe you're the only one that has custom triggers at this point. With anything on our website, you can pretty much customize anything. I think as far as the retailer, you're, you're the only one with uh, triggers that are custom. So 
yeah, I think we're going to be shipping you some more here shortly. I think so. We're going to be doing some new colors and some, some, some stuff. It won't make it here in time for the sale, but nothing's stopping over here on TRL. We're still rolling with different stuff. I mean, if you guys are paying attention to our website, we're, we're expecting a bunch of stuff yet this year. We're not, we're not, we haven't given up. We haven't thrown in the towel. Just because there's not going to be shows this year does not mean that we are not, you know, full steam ahead yet, getting ready for the 2021 season. Sometimes it's difficult for us to get product during the season, so we are pushing out and ordering as much stuff as we can right now just to try to get everything, you know, fired up for everybody. That, that's one of the coolest parts about your business, though, Jeff, is ultimately the options that you provide all the different fishermen. I mean, there's not a whole lot of shops that do that, and you have just an unbelievable amount of custom stuff that people can get, and just tons of options of colors and so on and so forth, weights, things like that. Definitely check out Team Rhino. Yeah, we definitely, I mean, like Brad talked about, and we have a, you know, if you go down to our website, if you haven't been there and you want to check it out, I don't want to make this too long of an infomercial about us, but... We definitely carry a lot of colors of stuff. I mean, I know right now we've had some, you know, issues, especially like keeping pro dogs in stock, but, you know, nobody carries the selection of pro dogs that we carry. We carry all the stock colors and we have those right now. So, you, you know, if, you, if you're looking somewhere else and then you come over by us, we, we match up. It's our custom stuff that sometimes we have difficulty getting in stock and keeping in stock, but we have a pile of that stuff coming. We added a bunch of new colors. So I think by the time we're done, like pro mag bulldogs, we're going to have, I don't know, 40 some odd colors. I don't think anybody else has more than maybe 10, you know? So definitely if you're looking for something different that you want to show different to the fish, we carry that and we have that. And that's kind of what we do. That's sort of our thing. You know, that that's one of the unique things too, Jeff. I mean, as a manufacturer, knowing what it takes to actually provide some of the extras, it's always not in a timely fashion. I mean, that's one thing that Carrie and I really pride ourselves on is getting orders out in a quick fashion. And hopefully that shows to the retailers. But, um, you know, it's a challenge when you get the demand of different customs that you're doing as a manufacturer. It's it's challenging, that's for sure. So definitely you've done a great job of doing that. And I think think the general public appreciates it. So great job, Jeff. Thanks, Brad. And that's where we come in now with the thankful part. Brad and I, I said, Brad, we should probably do like a Thanksgiving one for anybody that that wants to know our plan. Eventually I'm, my plan is to get together like four or five guides on one single episode. And we want to talk about something new that they did sort of an end of the season wrap up that didn't happen this year over or not yet, not this week, because there's too many guys off hunting and, uh, doing family stuff. And some guys trying to finish up last minute, you know, fishing trips and especially even me. I mean, I've been on the water. I was on the water all day today. And so it's been a difficult thing for us to get, get this together but today's episode is the thankful episode and and i just you know without sounding like a broken record we truly do want to thank everybody that came out and shopped with us this year we had a a very successful year as did i think almost everybody in the fishing industry outdoor industry i know brad and carrie i think you guys had a good year too and we just want to thank everybody for the you know spending their hard-earned dollars with us we understand that in today's day and age, it's really easy for you to make a click to a different website and spend money with them. And that's why we truly thank everybody that makes the click on our website and checks out with us and shops with us. And, you know, we, we just thank you all for that. Yeah. Hands down, Jeff. I mean, loyalty is a huge thing and, and 
definitely we have some really loyal customers and it's greatly, greatly appreciated. And without you, we definitely uh, would not be where we are today and we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So it's uh, much appreciated, put it that way. The next thing I'm thankful for is that in all likelihood, the muskies cannot get any smaller for me in 2021. I'm this season of the struggle bus season that I've been on has has continued the last couple days. I was out on Sunday up in northern Wisconsin doing some trolling, and we got ripped twice. No muskies in the net today. I think I was probably about the only guy on the water that I didn't see net a muskie, and so I'm thankful that the season is almost over and. The muskies can't get any smaller in 2021 because it's it's been tough, you know. For me personally, it has been. I've caught fish; it's been okay. We've but I've caught a bunch of small ones, and I, you know, we get people that ask us like, "How come we don't talk to weekend warriors?" Well, I'm a weekend warrior, and quite honestly, it wasn't that great for me this year as a weekend warrior. I had some flashes; we did okay on a couple opportunities, but for the most part, I'm thankful that the season's almost over for me. And that hopefully 2021 is better for me. I know, Brad, you've had a lot more success than me. And you're you're probably not thankful that your season's over. Yeah, you know, it's always a, a tough one, right? I mean, you get beat up, you get tired. You definitely are kind of happy that it's over for the year. But at the same time, if you have the sickness bad enough, you, you wish that you could still be out there. And I, I don't know, mixed emotions. I mean, it seems like, I don't know, it was a crazy, crazy year. So it's been different for this person, this person, you know, whatever. But uh, for me, the season just kind of blew by, man. I, You know, the older I get, the faster it goes. And I, I'm like gripping on to every moment that I can when I'm out in the boat. So in that aspect, I'm, I'm sad that it's over. But at the same time, I had a great year, you know, and I, I don't know what's the difference. You know, I, I think maybe... It's time on the water. I get to spend a little bit more time on the water than you do, Jeff. So some of it might be that. But, hey, man, you'll redeem yourself next year. And <laughs> we need to get you on some big fish. Well, it's funny you were talking about, you know, the drive and if you have the passion for it. It's funny because I, I had what I would say were, you know, I, I enjoyed myself both days I just had on the water. Today is Monday night. And so I had Sunday and I had Monday on the water. Full days, basically. Well, today was a little short, but yesterday was sun up till sundown, pretty much. And today was, uh, I don't know, probably like 10 and 10.30 in the morning. It started out as a struggle. I was talking to Brad on the phone, and I'm missing this, and I'm missing that, because I left it all in my tackle box, so I didn't take my boat on Sunday. But So I'm, I'm trolling back to the launch today, and I'm thinking to myself, like, sweet, I think I'm going to try to get out on Wednesday and Friday and possibly Saturday. So when I say I'm thankful the season's almost over, I'm I'm hope I'm just hoping to turn the page on the season. But I'm actually not I'm actually not looking forward to the season being over. I'm still thankful that I'm getting out there fishing yet. Like I'm I'm hoping that I can get myself one big bite to redeem the season and I keep grinding at it and and quite honestly that I think that's the one thing I love about this sport so much is just I, I love the grind part about it, even though it's been discouraging and it's been tough. I still love the grind. And I think if, if you can embrace that, you can make it through a lot of, a lot of seasons. If you can just almost enjoy the struggles as much as you enjoy the success. 
Well, definitely, Jeff. I mean, it's not all about putting fish in the bag. I mean, there's there's a ton of different things that come to you when it comes to fishing. I mean, it's supposed to be fun, and I think a lot of times we forget that as fishermen, but you're supposed to be able to enjoy it out there. You're supposed to be able to see the cool scenery, um, maybe just a follow, whatever it might be. But, you know, it's experimenting. It's, it's so many different factors. And the catch is the bonus, really. I mean, honestly, we're musky fishermen. We can't expect to catch one every hour. We can't expect to catch one every half day. Might not even be the full day. So, I mean, you've got to find enjoyment in the sport that you're in. And, and we're in a tough one, that's for sure. Musky fishing's not easy. So, relax, have fun in the boat, and it's amazing what things, how things will come back to you when you just kind of kick back and have a good time with it. I'm trying to point my finger at like what it is about this season though that's been different than past seasons for me. So like I said, I started out the season, I was catching a lot of small ones and then I had a stretch there where I put some fish in the boat and then I had a stretch at the end of October where I was on a trolling bite that worked and I, like I said, I put three in the boat. I, I had two, I was, it was a solo trip. I had two right away and then I ended up getting another one a little bit later in the day and it wasn't a struggle at all. It was size-wise, I, I didn't get them. I think I went like 38, 36, 34. They kept getting smaller. I'm just trying to point the finger on like what it is about this season because it's not about, I mean, it is in some cases about the time on the water, but for me, it's just about, I don't know, I'm trying to, it's one of those things, you know, Brad, like if you struggle that day, what was it that day that made you struggle? You know, like today I was mostly playing with depth and that was my, that was my main struggle, playing with that in my head. It's just... And these are all questions that we wrestle with day in, day out as, you know, quote unquote, weekend warrior musky fishermen. You only have a limited amount of time on the water to try to make the best decisions that you can. And I'm trying to think where my decision-making process went wrong. Well, when it comes to depth, you know, and I know you were trolling today, so I'm going to talk about trolling, but I lean toward keeping my bait higher in the water column when it comes to trolling. But that's not to say that, you know, in your circumstances today, you were able to run three baits. So I would have probably had one a little bit deeper. And the other two, I would have, I would have had them up higher. Why not? I mean, they're predator fish. They're feeding up. So definitely, I, I always lean towards having my baits higher as a presentation. But you can't forget the other options either. So sometimes you got to hang those baits in that fish's face. And that depth is a, is a key component to that. So, and I know that you kind of started off your day rough because we were on the phone and you got <laughs> interrupted at the launch. You then got in your boat and you're still talking to me. And well, I, I almost forgot. You almost forgot to put your plug in the boat as well. I did. We are on the phone. Yep. Um, then once you got in the boat, you couldn't find your split ring players and then you couldn't find your weights that you brought or were supposed to bring. They were at home. I thought maybe you left them in the truck, but nope, they were at home. Guess what? Your split ring players were at home as well. You know, so <laughs> did that play a factor? You know, I mean, when you start getting inside your own head, sometimes it can go south real quick. It does. I'd like to think that I settled down at some point, but I don't know. Maybe maybe that was, maybe I sh at that point when I almost forgot the plug, I should have just been like, okay, Brad, it's over. I'm going back in right now. Well, like you said, I got, I was, I was talking to somebody and it, it, uh, like took me out of my routine as far as like getting my boat prepped to get on the water. And like I said, I'm talking to Brad on the phone too. 
So I was talking, I got interrupted, not interrupted, but somebody I knew came up to me at the launch and I was talking to him, which was fine. I liked it, you know, and then, but that kind of took me out of my groove. And at the same time I was on the phone with Brad. So I'm like, Hey Brad, somebody's here to talk to me. Hold on a second. I'll call you back. And I call him back when I'm putting the boat in the water. Like you said, still out of my routine. I'm about ready to put it in. I'm like, Oh Brad, I think, hold on a second. I got to check this and make sure my plug's in. And so, yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe at that point when I, uh, forgot to put almost forgot to put the plug in i should have been like yep forget it i'm out yeah you never know jeff i mean musky fishing is about the details it's about the little things they make the difference and uh something as simple as uh forgetting your sequence of what you do when you get to the landing it can get in your head and you start going okay am i gonna well i'm second guessing this i'm second guessing that and honestly the best musky fishermen i know generally have a clear head they have nothing hanging over them and they go out there and they fish with just, they're just basically having fun, if you will, and relax. They don't care or need to even worry about anything else. Those are generally your best monkey fishermen. Yeah. I look back on some of the days I had a lot of success because I've had, I've had many seasons that were a success and I, I look back to those days and yeah, you're right. I probably just, I, more more carefree less less worry so much about the detail i guess more confidence we always talk about confidence being key i know we've said it probably a bazillion times but it is you're just confident in the decision that you made is right and i think that's that's just you know you fish confidently it means you fish better and potentially you fish longer and harder and that all helps i don't know if you can really fish harder when you're trolling though can you Brad? Yeah, you know, I mean, trolling has its own stresses, right? I mean, there it's still a big puzzle, and you need to put those pieces together to make it all come together. But, yeah, there's nothing more relaxing. And actually, on my Instagram, I, I almost posted something yesterday, and I went, you know what? My, my daughter's birthday was a couple days ago, so I posted last night a couple pictures of her on my Instagram because... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about the future and I'm thinking, man, I want to go back to that someday and go, wow, she just turned 10. And, um, that's kind of a storyline, if you will, on Instagram. So that's why I did that. But I almost posted, I did this last year as well. And I will here in the near future of people that fall asleep with me when we're trolling. I, it, it's so funny to me, multiple, multiple groups. I had three clients in the boat. I just posted a picture of a, a young lady that uh, was in my boat in June, open water trolling with me, got her first fish. She was with her father and her, her brother. And I have also have a picture of the three of them sleeping on the front deck of the boat. It's pretty funny. All three of them fell asleep during my trolling mission. So, um, I, like I said, last year I posted a picture of multiple people fit, uh, sleeping in my boat. Now this year, I'm going to do the same kind of deal. So trolling can be relaxing. Unfortunately for me, I'm driving the boat. I'm trying to figure out where to go and what to do with those fish. And it's maybe a little bit more stressful on my end. But in the end of the time, I, you know, we get fish in the boat and it's a good thing. So I don't, I don't know, Jeff. It's, it's one of them deals where I can tell another story. And I'll say names. I wasn't going to say the names, but. I don't know how many years ago this was, but I had a, a really cool little tiger bite for a while on a, on a smaller body of water up here in my neck of the woods. And we were getting a lot of mid, mid 40 inch fish that were tigers and so, so cool. And so 
I had Tony Spicker in the boat and um, Kevin Goldberg. And Kevin, I don't think Kevin had even caught a tiger at this point. And I don't know if Tony had either. But Tony was right on the bow, and he is just like, he was feisty. I mean, honestly, he was so driven to try to catch a tiger. He wasn't talking. He wasn't relaxing. He was just working his butt off. And guess what happened? Kevin and I both got nice mid-40-inch fish. I think um, Kevin's was around 46. I think I got a 45, both of them being tigers. And Tony never got a fish that day. Literally, I think it's because he was so engaged and thinking so hard about how he was going to get that, that tiger that he really, truly wanted. It basically put him out of the game. He was working too hard at it. And sometimes when you kick back and relax and just fish with a fresh mind, it happens. And um, I see that quite often, actually. The guys that are so determined sometimes don't get it done. Yeah, maybe that's my problem this year. Pressure, you know? Yeah, you feel like you always have a somewhat of a pressure to perform or whatever. Maybe that's it, you know? You always feel like a pressure to put muskies in the net. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. You know, when every time you're running cameras and all that kind of stuff, you always want to catch a fish, but who knows? I I mean, it could be. Getting back to your story about falling asleep on your boat, I'm pretty sure if you're talking about your little trolling barge, I fell asleep on that a couple of years ago. Super comfy. I mean, you got those nice camp chairs, you know, just chilling out down there, and then, uh, yeah, all of a sudden, uh, it's pretty easy to fall asleep on one of those camp chairs. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, it's cool when a when a rod goes off, it definitely uh, wakes people up quickly. But so, and it, and it should be a relaxing time. It should be you know kick back and relax and have fun. So, throwing should be that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong; you definitely want to try to figure out what you're doing and why you're doing it. And once you do, duplicate it. But at the end of the day. It's supposed to be relaxing. You're supposed to clear your mind fishing, and um, that's a big part of it as well. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, that's, like you said, getting back to it, it's supposed to be fun. We've talked about fun trips. Like I said, I mean, a couple weeks back, I went with my kids. That was a fun trip. So, overall, I mean, I, I, every season is always a success for me in one way or another. Some of them are just less of a success than others, and, and uh, I would say, I don't know, more of a struggle. This year was a struggle. So anyways, if you're listening and you had a bad season or you struggled this season, you're not alone. Misery loves company. So <laughs> hopefully, I ha- hopefully I have, well, actually, I hope I don't have any. I hope you guys all had good seasons. I hope that through the course of the season that you were listening to our podcast and you got, you found some value in it and, and you put something together that maybe you didn't think about, maybe you didn't do before, which is where my episode I want to do with with multiple guests in shorter chunks, I want to do that. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about something new or different, a different bait, a different presentation, a different structure, a different lake, a different whatever that they broke down to find either success or failure. I don't care if they they failed or not. I mean, I played around with a little bit of speed action, you know, this year, changing up my speed more quicker maybe than what I would trolling, maybe slower in certain cases, casting and Obviously, based on the stories I've told, it, d- it didn't work out for me this year. But every year is different. I'll still try to keep banging away at some of that stuff until I I put a pattern together. You know, I know it, I know it'll come together. You know, better days ahead, I guess. 
Yeah, the interesting part to that, Jeff, I would say is that, you know, even when you're not successful, you know, put that in your, you know, in your pocket as well, because, hey, okay, this didn't work. Why didn't it work? You know, you're learning every day you're on the water. It doesn't matter if you had success or you didn't, you still learn something. So ultimately, that's what it's really about. You know, I've, I've talked about it numerous times on the podcast. It's a big puzzle. You're putting the pieces of the puzzle together guess what? When you have that one piece in your hand and you think you've got something dialed in and it doesn't fit. All right. Well, I still learned something. So just back off of it and realize that, Hey, we're going to shift gears and go after something different. Well, you know, like after last week we got done talking to Jordan weeks and he was talking about how some lakes will fire off one season and they won't fire off the next season. And talks, he was talking about bait fish and lack of, or, or abundance of bait fish can affect bites. And I mean, it's possible some of these lakes that I was fishing that those were, that wasn't, that was a, that played a factor as well, you know? And so it's possible that maybe next year, you know, that'll, that'll change. Although I was kind of thinking about next year and just trying to change it up. I was actually almost thinking because there's so many lakes up by up in Northern Wisconsin, I was almost thinking that I'm going to try to just fish, new stuff that I haven't ever fished before. It might, it might be a terrible idea because I might want to give up on musky fishing because you know, it is Brad, when you're trying to break down new water, it can be difficult. I mean, as far as your, your success may not be as much as you want to, because you're spending additional time driving around, trying to locate structure and bait and all that stuff. So, but that's, I, I, I kind of like that part of it. I used to look, I used to look back. I, get these like i think they're sportsman connections books and you'd look in them at different lakes and you'd look at the lake map you know not just on a chip like i do now you'd actually look at the lake map and you'd figure out you know where you thought good spots were and i did that a lot and i actually kind of enjoyed it so part of me actually thought about just like i don't know going back to my roots next year and just playing around with different stuff like that it was that was fun to me too well, I definitely have to admit, Jeff, I, I did a lot of that this summer myself, um, primarily because some of the bodies of water that I normally would fish were ultra busy. And, you know, I mean, with the, the increase with the whole COVID thing or whatever, but, you know, there was a definitely an increase in angler pressure. And so I kind of went off the beaten path a little bit and, and hit some bodies of water that I hadn't fished in several years. And, definitely found success in that. And, and, you know, when you're going to some of these different bodies of water, take the things that you've learned from other bodies of water and use them and utilize those spots basically on the new body water. And it definitely can pay off for you. And it, it, it definitely showed in my catch numbers this year as well as quality. So I, I don't know, exploring can be a lot of fun. That's for sure. And guess what? You know, you just compile more and more information that you can take back to your normal home bodies of water or so on and so forth with new bodies of water. So think about that. And I think it's a great idea for you to go out and do a little bit of exploring again. Well, you know, it is sometimes as an angler, you get stuck in a rut on, and you're, you're probably guilty of it in a sense too, where you kind of get, we've talked about it before about fishing memories. So you get stuck fishing memories a lot instead of fishing, you know, lots of new different stuff, I guess, or fishing fresh. You're always fishing, you know, other stuff that you've done well on before and you've throwing baits that you've done well on before. And it's just, 
I, I don't know. Does that make any sense to you? Like maybe you get stuck doing that too. And it's nice to break out of a different mold, I guess a little bit. If by trying a new lake, it kind of gives you a, a, it sort of resets your, your mentality a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it's one of those things when you explore the unknown on a new body of water, you definitely got to start over. But, you know, as far as the bait side of things, I mean, you're still going to use your confidence bait. The things that you really, truly believe in, I mean, get after it with those. I mean, they're only bound to work when you're fishing confidently. And I think that goes back to when you're so determined, you know, you're just like straining to try to catch that fish don't forget to relax. I mean, you got to have some fun and you got to be laughing and smiling during the day and, you know, even a little bit of BSing with your buddies. So it's important to relax, have an open mind and get after it and check different things out. That's for sure. Jeff. Absolutely. All right, Brad. Well, we kind of did a season, a little bit of a season recap between me and you. And like I said, I'm still hoping to revisit my idea to go back to that. So, what Brad and I want to know, Brad, and I'll say Brad and I, because, you know, Carrie, he- Carrie held up the, her end on Musky Mayhem Tackle, and Brad's been doing the work on the podcast, so we're going to leave her out of it right now. She's she's barely been a thing on this podcast in the last six months. I would Don't you think, Brad? I mean, we can, for a lack of a better word, we, we've pretty much held down the fort. <laughs> yeah, I won't argue that at all. I, I don't know. Hopefully she jumps back in here, because I think she brings quite a bit the podcast and she offers a whole different point of view that's for sure but and i know she will at some point here but ultimately yeah i mean she's been busy in the shop throughout the whole year i i get to go fishing so yep it's uh don't get me wrong that doesn't mean that i'm not in the shop doing some stuff too but at the end of the day she truly holds down the fort so. Well, I'm going to say when we're not doing these at 10 o'clock at night, I think she'll be there for us again. Like you said, during once we get, it seems like, to Christmas, you and I have this ability to uh, get these podcasts done. I mean, we've done them in the morning. We've done them at all different times of the time times of the day. I normally say night because I'm used to saying night, but it's usually morning for December and January and whatever. But um, I guess where we're going with this is, Starting the new season, you know, we still got four episodes or five episodes or whatever left in this season, but we're looking to get some input on which, what you guys want to hear. You know, who do you want us to get in touch with? Who haven't we talked to that you're wishing that we did talk to? They don't need to be a big name. They could be any name. Brad and I have a list of a ton of guests yet, but we still want input on who who you guys want us to hear. You know, who do you want to hear from? I mean, that's... It's uh, ultimately, we always said it, it's your podcast. So if you want, uh, hit us up with an email. You can email backlashpodcast at gmail.com, team rhino outdoors at gmail.com. Brad, do you guys have an email address to get in touch with people too? Yeah, you can just go right to our website or it's info at muskymayhem.com. So it's pretty simple. Yeah. And then, you know, let us know. Was there a guest that we talked to this year that you want to hear more from? I know for a fact people want to hear more from Dick and they want to hear more from Laz, Brad. I do know that. If if I had to, you know, put it down, those those names came up a lot this year for guys who are like, are you going to have them back on? And I don't know, Brad, what do you think? Are we going to have them back on? Yeah, I, I do believe that both of them will jump back on at some point here. The other one that I hear about a bunch is Kevin Goldberg. So, 
you know, between those three, I mean, they definitely have shined as far as uh, a listener's point of view. But, you know, you, you kind of hit it on the head, Jeff. I mean, this is about the public. It isn't really about what me and you think. And, you know, the more people that uh, reach out to us and, and share what they would really like to experience, hey, we're going to attack it and we're going to try to get after it. So we would love to hear back from you. Send us some input. You know, if there's things that you like, don't like, I mean, we're open to it. Absolutely. And if you guys want, you can also hit us up on Facebook. Team Rhino Outdoors on Facebook. Muskie Mayhem on Facebook. Backlash Pod- Podcast on Facebook. There's umpteen million ways for you guys to get your information out to us or who you want, you know, and we just want to, we're just looking to keep you guys rolling like I said, I know Brad and I, I mean, Brad, we've put that list together even before we started doing this podcast, and we've probably only hit maybe half or so of it, I'm guessing, don't you think? Yeah, I don't even know if we've hit half. I mean, maybe a third, and what what are we in right now? A year and a half? So, I mean, we've got a pretty big list compiled. You know, the toughest part is, how we get these guys to commit to actually come on. And sometimes, you know, we've asked a couple people and they're like, this isn't really good timing. So, you know, we're going to keep hitting those guys up and see if we can't get a little bit deeper. But I think some of that list that we have compiled is definitely people that, that our listeners are going to want to hear from. Yes, absolutely. Well, I guess with that being said, once again, you know, we want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast. We're thankful for our listeners, and we kind of covered a lot of that earlier. If you're looking to save at Team Rhino Outdoors, go to the website now, TRO10 at checkout. We'll get you 10% off. If you want, go to muskymayhemtackle.com, BF2020. We'll get you 20% off. And uh, if if you haven't if this podcast isn't enough for you and you want to listen to another podcast, go check out my new one, Team Rhino Outdoors Muskie Fishing Podcast. And I just had Carrie on; she was my last episode. So if you want to learn about the origination of the cowgirl, go listen to that one. I'm certain I'm going to have Brad on here fairly soon talking about this new release whenever we decide to do that. And stay tuned to this podcast too, because this is probably where you're going to hear it. Probably one of the first places that you're going to release talk about the release of that bait, huh, Brad? Yeah, I mean, it's getting really close down to the wire here where we're going to release the new bait again. You know, we did the uh, the trigger about, what, mid-August or so mm-hmm. um, with uh, great success. Tons and tons of fish caught on it, that's for sure. It kind of is fitting to its name, the trigger. It definitely triggered a ton of muskies yet this year, and uh, I know it will next year as well. It's a really cool bait. But this new bait that's coming out, I mean, super, super excited about this one. I mean, this is a bait that definitely I don't feel like I've played with another bait that pretty much, I don't know if I can say that it's as as serious as the cowgirl because that was uh, mind boggling, but man, it's right up there and I I can't wait for next season just to get after it with this new bait. It's been incredible. So put it this way, if you follow our website, you follow our Instagram, whatever, Facebook, you're going to know when it's coming out, but it is a really cool bait. So it won't be too long from now. That's for sure, Jeff. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't even seen one or had one in my hands yet. Um, I'm one of the unprivileged ones, but that's all right, Brad. I understand you guys got secrets. You know, we all got, we all got secrets. (laughs) I keep some secrets from you too. 
Yeah, I get it. You know, I mean, it sounds dumb, but in the world of muskie fishing today, it's very competitive. And man, I'll tell you, you know, over a period of years, we've had a couple things up our sleeves and the wrong person seen it or, or got to experience it in one of our guides boats or whatever, one of our pro sappers. And the next thing I know, somebody's already beat us to the punch and they're introducing it. And I basically have scrapped it because I do not want to be a knockoff company. And in my opinion, if somebody beats us to the punch with it, guess what? I'm going to go a different path. And so we've been very, very tight lipped with a bunch of our different stuff that we've been doing. And that's on purpose because uh, I want to be innovative and actually uh, come out with stuff that's a little bit unique and different. Yep. I totally get it. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, we hope that if you're getting together with family, you guys have a great Thanksgiving and we thank you all for, you know, listening to another episode of Backlash Podcast. So thanks again. Thanks for coming out, Brad. We'll catch you all next week. Hopefully we have, uh, I'm assuming we'll have a guest next week. I, we haven't gotten that far this week. I've been mostly focusing on trying to put one more fish in the net and hopefully it's a quality one. So anyways, if you guys are still out chasing muskies, best of luck to you. And thanks again for tuning in. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and thanks for the loyalty to our customer base, and uh, have a great holiday. Thanks, Brad. You too.